Hello, thanks for choosing the Looms and Me podcast. We are all about growth and realistic self-betterment, both in our personal and professional lives. I'm Looms, and if you're anything like me, then you're doing a pretty passable job of adulting and just hoping for the best. So I hope this series helps you as much as it's helping me. There's a new episode every Sunday, but if you want more, then head to looms.me. One of the topics I coach clients on often is how to adjust their mindset so that they can start to create results, the results that they want for themselves in their personal and professional lives. Now, a common misconception that many seem to hold is that they seem to think that thinking positive is the key to feeling better, that changing your mindset means looking on the bright side. And I'm here to tell you that that's that's not the case at all. It's patently wrong and it's potentially pretty debilitating. And and here's why. Telling someone who's sad or frustrated to be grateful and to think positively, it's like telling someone who's got a migraine to focus on how lucky they are to have a head. Now, this may be true or not, but it just couldn't be less helpful because sitting around trying to force yourself to appreciate having a head doesn't solve the real problem, which is the migraine itself. It's even worse when you're hard on yourself for not being soothed by the positive thoughts and the gratitude that you're supposed to be feeling or that you're being told that you're supposed to be feeling because you're somehow lucky enough to have a head, even though all you're feeling is how crappy the migraine feels and the pain that's coming from the migraine. In fact, that's the only thing that you know for sure is that you have a migraine. So telling someone to look on the bright side or to focus on the positives when they're experiencing undesirable emotions helps no one and it certainly does nothing to support them in their moment of need. Now, don't get me wrong. Choosing thoughts that help us experience the world more positively can be a useful tool but it's easy to take it way too far to a point where positivity becomes a toxic hindrance rather than a helpful tool. Wikipedia describes toxic positivity as follows. I'm going to read it out. Positivity is generally seen as a good and helpful attitude for most situations, since it reflects optimism and gratitude and it can help lighten one's moods. What brings about toxic positivity is an unrealistic expectation of having perfectly happy lives all of the time. When this doesn't happen, people can feel shame or guilt by being unable to attain the perfection desired. And accordingly, positivity becomes toxic when a person rejects negative feelings, even when they are completely appropriate. That's Wikipedia's definition. So even if you have an outlook that generally skews towards the positive, feeling positive all the time, regardless of what's happening around you, and then judging yourself for failing at this impossible fantasy is a recipe for disaster. This is why statements like good vibes only are so problematic. First of all, good is subjective and it means different things to different people. And the vibes won't always be exactly as you need them to be. So relying on people being exactly how you need them to be and circumstances and situations being exactly how you want them to be 
It's a perfectionist fantasy. It's a complete fallacy. Having everything around you be exactly as you want it to be does not and will not guarantee that you are going to feel positive or happy. All of that happens inside. All of that is within yourself. When you subscribe to the idea of good vibes only, what you end up doing is you end up not putting enough energy and focus into your own resilience and your own ability to be resilient. And when you have attention and time and energy spent on trying to build your resilience, then it doesn't really matter what the vibes are saying around you because you're going to be able to choose how you feel, what you think, and you'll be able to continue to show up exactly as you want to show up, regardless of what's going on around you. In Brene Brown's Atlas of the Heart, her research identifies 87 different individual human emotions and experiences, and they include a whole range from shame to hopelessness to boredom and and way more, so many more. Denying yourself the entirety of your human experience because you will only allow yourself to feel one particular way leaves you pretty vulnerable to the effects of toxic positivity. Fundamentally, our thoughts cause our feelings and our feelings determine the actions that we take and the results that we're able to produce. So when we feel sad about a situation, it's because we've assessed a situation in a way that we deem is negative whatever negative means to us, because that's a very subjective term. The solution isn't to assess the situation in a positive way by default, at least not immediately. If the feelings that you're having are negative ones or undesirable ones, and by that I mean they're not allowing you or enabling you to show up the way that you want to or need to show up in that moment in time, then... The key is to examine why that initial assessment was negative and try to understand what drove that default assessment in the first place. Sitting in the emotion and getting curious about it in a non-judgmental way will help us understand what drives us. And then from there, we can make an intentional decision to reassess the situation in a way that actually serves us. Emotions are generated by our bodies in response to thoughts that are you know, lur- lurking in our subconscious. And they really can be the clearest and most informative data point to help us understand ourselves better. Ignoring the emotions that we don't like or we don't, or the emotions that we don't think that we're supposed to feel or allowed to feel, ignoring those does not make them go away. We have to give ourselves permission to feel what we feel without judgment, but with plenty of curiosity. Positivity as a band-aid is not sustainable and will do more harm in the long run. Positivity from a place of true deep empathy and understanding of what makes us and what drives us, that's the real MVP. So next time that you find yourself on the cusp of telling yourself or telling other people to look on the bright side, 
I'd encourage you to take a pause to tap into your empathy instead. Telling someone to look on the bright side or to think of the positives dismisses their experience and it dismisses their current state of mind. And it also diminishes what they're feeling and how they're experiencing the world at the time. And it's not just what happens when we say this to other people, it's also what happens when we say it to ourselves. And it might be coming from a place of kindness. You know, you might think to yourself, I want them to look on the positive side because I want them to be happy. But that's not, that's not how happiness comes. Happiness doesn't come from turning down your own volume and pretending like you don't feel the way that you feel. Instead, it's better to name the emotion that you're feeling and then allow each one to exist in your body, allow it to take over your whole body. And then try to identify where in your body you're feeling each emotion and how intense each actual feeling is. Oftentimes the fear, it's the fear of what we think we're going to feel, the fear of, of, our, of our own emotions can and often does feel a lot worse than the actual emotion itself. And when you allow yourself to experience it and you allow the emotion to take over your whole body and give it the space to grow and send you whatever message it is that it's trying to send you, you're likely to realize that actually it's not as intense as you fear that it would be if you allowed it to exist. And remember too that our feelings are caused by our thoughts. And so every time you have a feeling, it's because there's a thought in your subconscious that's generating that feeling. So emotions aren't something that you need to get past or overcome. Emotions and feelings are signals from your sub subconscious. They're messages from your subconscious trying to clue you into what it is that you really feel and what it is that you're actually thinking about whatever situation you're faced with at the time. So try to identify as you're letting, as you're experiencing the emotion, try to identify where in your body you're feeling each emotion and in the intensity of the actual emotion. What thoughts are you having about the situation you're feeling this emotion about? What are you telling yourself about the situation at hand? And if this isn't an emotion that you want to feel, why is that? If there are emotions that you don't want to feel, it could be because you're placing judgment on yourself for having those emotions. And as we all know, judgment does not come from a place of empathy. Judgment comes right along with shame and nothing good ever comes from shame. No one changes from a place of shame. What emotions did you grow up believing you weren't supposed to feel or that it would be wrong to feel them? What emotions were you not never given permission or the space to feel? What are you making this feeling mean about you? Is it possible that as a human being, it's totally normal for you to feel freely? Is it possible that as a human being, 
it's totally normal for you to be feeling whatever it is that you're feeling. Questions like this can often help to spur you to consciously give yourself permission to exist as you are. The most powerful permission that anyone will ever give us is the permission that we give ourselves. In some cultures, for for example, sadness is linked to being ungrateful. And so folks growing up in those cultures would probably struggle to allow themselves to be sad because it's so interlinked with this idea that if you are not happy, then you are ungrateful and potentially a terrible person because gratitude is what makes you a good person. So any feeling that contradicts that all of a sudden means something about whether or not you are a good person or a bad person. And then when you have the feeling of sadness, you don't allow yourself to experience it because who wants to be a terrible person, you know? But these are the kind of questions you want to be asking yourself because these are the kind of things that you need to know and understand about yourself so that you know what you're working with and you know where you're starting from. You can't begin to change a mindset that you don't understand. And like I said before, oftentimes the fear of an emotion that we don't want can be worse and usually is worse than the actual emotion itself. Forcing yourself to think positively and pretending like you're not having the human experience that you're actually experiencing at the time will not bring you happiness. Pretending like you don't feel what you're feeling will not bring you happiness. Judging yourself for feeling what you're feeling will not bring you happiness. But what will bring you happiness is the same thing that brings the people around you happiness. It's compassion, it's empathy, it's curiosity, all in a completely non-judgmental form. It's the permission that's granted from one person to another, or in our case, from us to ourselves, to be human. And only from a place of empathy can you start to change the way that you feel about yourself. And that's where the real mindset shift begins to happen. If you need help with anything that I've mentioned in this episode, get in touch. I offer coaching consultations on my website, looms.me. So yeah, definitely get in touch. I have coached and helped tons of people really start to understand and apply a lot of these concepts that we talk about. And I would love to do the same for you. All right, that's enough of that. If you enjoyed this episode, then please share it with somebody that you think needs to hear it. Share it with friends and foes and everything in between, everyone in between. And if you haven't yet subscribed, then go ahead and subscribe. Follow the podcast wherever you are. We have a new episode every single week. And get in touch. All the details are in the show notes. I'd love to hear from you. All right. Thank you so much.